Welcome along to Taking the Leap, and I am delighted to have the wonderful Stevie Hudson sitting in front of me in my home. <laughs> Hi, Stevie. Welcome to my humble abode. Hey, Jax. Always oh, marvellous to be here. And I love your house, especially the snacks are rather lovely. Well, Thank you, you know, yes. Yeah. So healthy, tasty. Yes, yes, yes. Getting that health kick thing. We love it. Exactly. That's all good. Oh, yeah. gosh. And I've just seen a man put his pole up by the window. <laughs> a pole by the window. Please okay. do not be alarmed, listeners. It's do, absolutely fine. Do not be alarmed. We've had this recording planned for quite a while and they've decided to put scaffolding up outside so if you do hear some noise just ignore it uh, we live in the real world we're going to keep it real definitely uh, yes we are ready for our first installment of star tips with the superstar stevie hudson yay super exciting yes we're very excited to have you along so you are staffing and recruitment expert you have worked in the field for a number of years would you even tell us how many years it is yes of course i can because i got fabulous for my age so mm-hmm. it's um 26 years wow yeah i can't wow. believe it myself to be honest yeah so you've worked in this in this world for a long time so you've had many conversations you've done thousands of interviews with potential candidates and people looking for work. Yeah, last count it's about 12,500 interviews so far, which is pretty amazing. And that's pretty clever because you get to meet so many incredible people and they just tell you their stories, which is what we're about today. Yeah, absolutely. And when I worked in recruitment, I did a number of interviews over the the number of years that I worked in recruitment. Obviously, I changed careers, but uh, as you would have heard in the previous instalment, my motivation at the time was helping people to find work as well. And I think the conversations which I often found or uh, that I was having with people is... I want to move jobs, but could I be happier in the role I'm in now? And that's what we want to talk to people about. In terms of LEAP, this is integral to the L of the LEAP acronym, listening. Listening to yourself, listening to actually what's being presented to you, but perhaps you're not aware of it. Um, Pros, cons, that sort of thing. Absolutely. So start us off. What are the key questions someone should be thinking about when they're questioning whether or not they could be happier? I mean, it's it's really great. And I think the the magic word listen is really, really important because especially when you're taking the leap into the next new career for you, it's really important to listen to yourself. So when people are unhappy, they have to sit down and really think about why. Why mm. am I unhappy? Now, the funny thing is, it's not usually about money. Mm. It's usually about environment, um, people that which includes your managers, the places you're working. It might be just be too dark, for instance. Mm. Then it goes on to about the challenges, you know, what kind of learning am I doing? Have I been doing the same thing for a number of years and I want to do something different? Or it could even be, um, you know, life-changing things have happened around them. That means they need to listen to what they want to do for the future. Mm. 90% of the time, it's not financial at all. It really is about that they're in a, in a voice speaking saying, I'm just not happy. You know, one of the techniques which we've talked on about before in the show is like the Stevie list, which mm-hmm. is about sitting down and writing a list about where you are and where do you feel right now? And just mm. ask yourself that question. What is the few things that I've done that have made me really happy in my career in the last couple of years? Mm-hmm. And write them down. And then ask yourself, what is it that in my career that things have made me unhappy in my career so far? And write those things down. And the amazing thing about it is that you actually kind of get that out of your heart and brain onto a piece of paper mm. and you actually can see lots of things that you didn't even realize 
So when you do something that you've been happy, you tend to take that for granted, mm. right? So you, and you keep on doing that. And in your career, what will happen is you'll be successful with those things. And your managers and colleagues and everything else will help you by promoting you and doing those things. But also they'll offer you a new challenge. And the core happiness part might suddenly disappear. So for instance, a simple example of this would be, you know, they want to make you a team leader. Well, do you have that management capability within yourself? Looking after people is extremely difficult. Mm. Do you actually love going talking to your clients or serving in the shop or being a nurse and looking after people directly? And what you really want to do is just increase your skills base and understand new technology or new ways of working or new ways of communication or new medical care, but not necessarily be a leader. Mm. Whereas other people go, you've been really successful and our culture is be a leader, mm. Right. But that not, might not make you happy, yeah. right? So there's that kind of thing to consider. So it's really important to understand what makes you happy. And it could be simple things as well, like it's too dark in my office. Mm-hmm. Okay, do something about it. The coffee's really bad. Guess what? Go to another coffee bar. It's those little things, actually, isn't it? Yeah. That on a day-to-day yeah. can make Huge. the world a difference. This is where it becomes the important part, though. When you've spoken to the managers and tried to change those things like your environment or talk about a certain challenge or even when it comes to pay if you see something not changing this is the time to consider your next role yeah right but the nice thing about this as well is that you suddenly recognize all the things that make you happy Mm. and those are the things you absolutely make sure that's in your next step yeah so it's a good idea to speak to your manager or even speak to your colleagues if sometimes we want validation for our concerns we need to air them out and find out okay so I've made this list of cons so it might be it might be that there's an annoying person um, that you feel like you're not being challenged it might be the hours are too long you might feel that you're not getting a promotion you're not passionate so this you know this is like a list of 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 cons Mm. but all of those things actually you can do something about through having a conversation with colleagues, with the line manager. Yeah. Make sure that you're, as I said earlier, being constructive about it. Yeah. Don't go in and say things like, you know... This person irritates the hell out of me. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're sort of like, I don't like your jumper because it's red. You know, it's just sort of like, ain't going to work, yeah. is it, right? Because that's just personally insulting. But, you know, it's a case of <clears throat> try to have real human-to-human conversations. Mm. I do think that there will be people who are listening who will not be in a position where they feel like they have an opportunity in a more relaxed environment. Mm -hmm. It may very well be, I need to go and speak, sit down in their office and and talk to them. Mm -hmm. So in that situation, how do you make the scenario more human? Okay, no, that's a brilliant question. So how to make it more human if you're... Personable. Yeah, that's a great way. More personable. Well, obviously, there's lots of things that well, that's where HR policies can be involved, mm. where there's certain rules and regulations where managers or, you know, colleague, co-colleagues can't talk to you in a certain way. So, so you can go down like a formal route, which means you sit down and you have a formal meeting and you talk about these things and you can send emails to each other first to say this is what we're going to be talking about and then try to get a bit. But make sure there is no emotion in those mm. emails. It's just purely factual, constructive criticism of what's going on for you for the future um how to sort of make it even more human is about you know there must be something somehow with this particular person that you spotted that could be different and and it's not like going in with a box of chocolates and saying be nice to me Mm. it's just like you know 
they're the kind of person that's all about detail. Mm. So make sure that your conversation is about detail. They might be highly emotional. Mm. That's okay too. You could be a, that means you're allowed to share some of your emotions, mm-hmm. but be careful of that one. So it's really reading the situation yeah. and I guess identifying the type of person they are yeah. so that you're communicating in a way that sits very naturally with them yeah. while still kind of uh, qualifying your, your, your thoughts and your reasons for feeling the way you are. So you're not undermining your feeling, you're just communicating it in a way that really resonates with them. Exactly. You have to make communication clear, mm. right? And that means looking at your own communication and believe you me, a lot of companies much would rather invest in you mm. and really do want to invest in you, I promise, than for you to go because it's highly expensive for them yep. and they lose a great deal of knowledge and credibility and great stuff you've given to that company. Yeah. And that's the other big thing. You want it to be human and it doesn't matter what sector, what job, you as a human being have done something that's made a difference to that company mm-hmm. and they like you, yeah. right? Even when things have gone wrong is they'd much rather see if they can do a solution with you and get things better so they can learn too than say, no, let's do it part ways and go. Yeah, and ultimately, if that's their approach and they think, no, just part ways, then you shouldn't be there anyway. Yeah. And look, we don't all have the luxury of, I don't know, finances which enable us just to you know jump and, and take the leap at any point. <laughs> yeah. But that's why equipping yourself, as we will talk about in another instalment, is so, so important. And so that when you've listened to that voice and you know what you're needing to do, so whether you're going to improve where you are right now or you're going to actually move on, you're in a position where you can do so in a way which is comfortable for you. So Stevie, star tips, can I be happier and making that Stevie list, those pros and those cons, what is it that's making you happy in your job? What is it that's making you unhappy in in those jobs? And I guess weighing that up. Exactly. And when you do that, then you'll be able to, it's very cathartic to you as a person. And um, I do recommend that you do it in a nice, comfortable place in your home, whether that's in on having a red wine somewhere in, Mm. and in some cases in the bathroom. But that's absolutely fine. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's okay. But that that works. And, And also don't, don't fail to recognise that the, the things which make you happy, they can be small things. It might be that it's really close to home, yeah. you know. It, it might be that, you know, you're not having to get three trains, tubes, buses and walk a mile before you get there. Mm. And actually, your quality of life will massively improve because you get to stay in bed for an hour extra each day. <laughs> yeah. And that's going to be massive to you. So that could mm. be one of the things on your list of pros. Um It may be that the people are lovely. The work isn't so challenging. So that's the conversation that you're going to have. But the people really, it's the people that make it. You often hear people saying that. So, okay, so how can we then tunnel down and make sure that the work is equally satisfying? And you you know the work. That's actually a really great position to be in. Mm. So as you said, Stevie, then it's about making sure that you have the conversation to allow the challenges to present themselves to you. Yeah, it's really important because if you're not making those conversations about your unhappiness and you're doing it in a way that you're saying you're being constructive and you want to grow, Mm. then there's only good things going to happen. The company will definitely reinforce that and help you and give you the tools to make you grow. Or if it doesn't, then it's time to make that decision and say bye 
bye-bye. And then even that is a thank you situation, yeah. right? Because you're coming out of pain into a new place where you will grow. Mm. And that's what's most important than anything else. So that's why I love about Equip is making sure that you'll get those tools to grow for the future. Yeah. Amazing. Lovely stuff. Uh, we will be back with another installment of Star Tips. So make sure that you stay tuned. Love that. That's amazing. Looking forward to hearing from you all. It'd be great. Bye-bye. Bye. From talking the talk to walking the walk and taking the leap. Episode two, now available. Life did get in the way, but I didn't beat myself up when it did, which I'm quite happy that I didn't do that because it's hard to work in these projects while maintaining socialised relationships, mm. full-time jobs, if you have children as well or a family. Mm. Um, so curveballs were, yeah, just life. Taking the Leap is now available on iTunes, as well as Spotify, Buzzsprout, CastBox, and of course, JacquelineShepherd.com.